Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. God's good. Amen? Amen. We serve a good God. He's a prayer answering. He's a, he's a good God. You know, he, he, does, he will never leave you hanging. You know, people say, I asked God about this years ago, and he never answered me. You need to stop and listen a little harder. Amen? He, he, will, he, he answers. Right? I remember I asked him a question one time about a specific situation. He said, you can't hear that right now. He did answer me, though, didn't he? Yeah. He does answer. You know, sometimes we don't like the answer. <laughs> yeah. Especially if he tells us to go where the giants are, right? People don't like going where the giants are. Right? You know, I'm a non-giant type of guy. You know, I'm one of those guys that I would pray that God would take the giants away and then lead me into the land. Right? But that's not how God works, is it? Right? He sends you right in with every capability to overcome anything that's in the land that He gave to you. Amen? If we'll just trust Him. If we just trust Him. Amen? Glory to God. I sound loud to me, but I'm a loud person. So, Are you guys cold? Okay, good. I don't like being cold. It be anything but cold. I don't want to be cold. I'd rather sweat than be cold. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let's open our Bibles to Matthew 6. You know, I know that you guys probably think me and Craig talk before the... But we don't. At all. I don't know why he steals my verses. The Lord knows, doesn't he? Let's go to Matthew 6 and start in verse 24. You know, there's so many things, you know, he's our everything. If he's our everything, then we should look to him for everything. And in every situation and circumstance, we should get to a place to where our answers come straight from the heart of God rather than just blurting out our opinions. Amen. You know, Mrs. Moore's been talking about being led by the Spirit. If, we are, if we're led by the Spirit, you know, they've never asked me to give them their opinion, but they've always told me to be led. Right? right? Because the Moors, they don't need my opinion. They get a thousand opinions. Right? But they want God's option. They want God's truth. They want God's way. They don't, they don't want a bunch of opinions. And, you know, when I came here at first, I had a whole, a whole bunch of opinions. I got way less now. Way less. Right? Because when, when we make God's Word an opinion, remember what it was it when Elijah was, was with the, the, Baal, the Baal teachers. And, and, and he told the people of Israel, he said, how long are you going to halt between two opinions? And one of those opinions was God. When, when we make God a second choice or put Him in a second place, we make His Word an opinion. We make His Word an opinion. It, rather, rather than making it the truth that will make you free, the anointing that will break the yoke, it, it, when, when we take it and we, and we look at two things, when we look two ways, we relegate His Word to an opinion. Because now we're trying to decide which one we like. Right? You all ever done that? Yeah, I've done it. Because I could hear me, 
And I, I could swear my voice sounded like God, right? But I knew better. It's just that I didn't want the, again, sometimes he says run right at that giant. Run right at him, run right over him. You got more than enough. You, 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 you're well able to possess. Amen. And you look at the giant instead of hearing your God. Amen? And, and when we do that, we become divided in our spirit. We become divided. And now we're looking at two opinions rather than one word. Amen? Because when we look at one word, when we look at God's word, and we put it as the authority, and there is no other option or opinion, then we do what He says. And when we do what He says, we're blessed. That's what he always says. He said, if you diligently hearken unto my word and obey my commands, you'll be blessed. Why? Because you diligently hearkened unto his word and obeyed his commands. And if you don't, you will not be blessed. And he's not saying I'll withhold the blessing. He's saying you won't be where the blessing is. Because if you follow someone else, you're going away from the blessing rather than walking in it. Amen? There's too many times where we, we, we want, we want to be blessed our way. Right? We want to go here and God's blessing follow us. We follow the blessing. Right? Because that's, right? Amen? Because God's got a way. And, and it's got to be one way. So look at Matthew 6 and verse 24. In 22 and 23, he's talking about the eye, the eye, if the eye be single, right? Then it's a perfect eye. If I be double or divided, duo, then it's an evil eye. And then how great is your darkness? If the light you have is darkness, how great is that darkness? Right? In other words, if you've been talked into believing a lie, if you've been talked into believing a lie, think, think about the world today. It is following lie after lie after lie. And, and it's getting darker and darker. Why? Because they've been talked into it. And the light they believe they have is darkness. So the more they believe it, the darker it gets. And the further away. And, and the devil would like to do that to, do that to Christians. Because Christians, you know, you, you see them all the time. And they're, they're like, well, I was good here, but then they did this. And so i got to go this way. And they didn't listen to God. They just went a different direction. Right? They believed a lie. They moved by experience rather than by word. And, and, it was, and it put them in a dark place. And the further they go away from where they're supposed to be. I mean, I've had people say, oh, I know this is what I'm supposed to do. I know this one's supposed to be. And then two, three months later, it didn't go the way they thought. There was giants in the land. Right. right? <laughs> you know, because I'm pretty sure all the Israelite children were all up for going in and possessing the land until they saw the giants. Yeah. Right? Everybody is a super faith person in church. Right? Man, you got faith that can move all kind of mountains in church. But that faith's got to fight and actually move a mountain. Amen? But the only way it's going to do that is when we become one, one single, a single eye, a single heart towards God. Amen? And so it says, it says, no man can serve two masters for he'll either hate one and love the other or else he'll hold to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Can't do it. 
right? I remember years and years ago, business is failing. You know, you guys have heard this story. And man, I'm looking at seek ye first the kingdom of God every day. Right? And I think that, I think, I think seek ye first the kingdom of God, singing a couple of worship songs in the car and going to church on Sunday and then doing anything else that you could do besides that. But that's actually seeking the kingdom of God. Seeking the kingdom of God, His righteousness, His way of doing and being right, is seeking His way for an answer. For how to answer. It's seeking His way for a direction to go. It's seeking His way for, for a way to do it. In other words, it's not, you don't just say, well, this is the way, let's do it this way. <laughs> you guys don't like it? It's true. Yes. We've been reading about Asa recently, right? Asa is a great example. Everybody says, I don't see how Asa could have done that. Same way we all do it. Asa did it exactly the same way we do it. Right? In, in chapter, whatever it was, 14, what is it? I don't know where it is, but anyway, he says, he says, this is a big army. And he calls out to God. The Ethiopians and the Lubum, Lubums. They're going to get them lubed. Right? It's L-U-B-I-M. I don't know how else you'd say it. Lubum. Lubum. But anyway, they got those two and they're coming out. That's a big army. He seeks God and relies on God. One person, one God. Amen? And the army's overthrown. He takes all the spoil. He comes home, the crowd's yeah, Asa, Asa, Asa. He's the king, yeah. We love Asa, give me some Asa, right? And what, for 35 years after that, no war. Why? He, he's taken out all the high places. He's, he's taken everything that's a god besides God. How, how many gods you got in your temple? Huh? This is your temple. How many gods are you letting in? Amen. We gotta we gotta watch those things because there's too many too many things. People say well, that's not my God. It's just what I do. Well, do you do it because you want to, or because God told you to, or because you can't stop, or this is what you trust in? Amen. You know, too, when he's talking about money here, too many people get a little bit of money and they'll start trusting that money instead of trusting God. Because money's not prosperity. And it is by far the lowest form of power. But it fixed your problem. If it's the fix to your problem, it's your God. Amen? And, and, that's, and that's what he would... And then Asa comes up later on and big army's coming up against him. And he, and he doesn't even think. What? He doesn't even seek God. Doesn't even look to Him. You know, and too many times people say, I wonder how you could do that. We do it all the time. We do it all the time. We, we, we're going a certain direction and the answer looks good. Didn't the answer actually sound pretty good? He got a king, a big king, and he said, let's, let's have a league together just like you and my father did. And, and when it's all said and done, everything will be good. And at the end of it, everything was good. And how many times have you done something and because the end worked out good, you say, well, it must have been God. Right? Wasn't God at all, was it? You get people that are led by money that way. They, they say, well, I know I'm supposed to go this way. And if they go that way and they begin to prosper a little bit, they say that's God. The devil would make you prosper. He, he gets you money to keep you away from God. Yeah. If that's all it took to get, get you away from God, he'd make sure you found some. 
That's not the answer. The answer is seeking God. The answer is hearing from God, relying on God. And that's what he's saying. If you rely on mammon, then you're not relying on God. If you rely on God, you're not relying on mammon. You can't rely on both. We, we can't put our trust in both those things. Amen? Because, you know, that, that's what I was trying to do. I wanted, I wanted to trust God to get the mammon to do what I wanted. Right? Because money was the fix to my problems. Not God. And what he's saying is seek me. Seek me. Seek my way. Seek, seek the way I would do things. And he's not saying don't seek. He's th- you won't seek money if you're seeking him. Right? Because if you're seeking him, you'll seek love and what love would do. You'll seek what love would react to, how love would react. You'll, you'll seek the love answers. If you're seeking him, you're, you're going to find peace. You're going to find, you're not seeking a fix to your problem. You're seeking helping him. Amen? Because it says seek the kingdom of God. So you're seeking to help him. And as you're seeking to help him, he says, I'll take care of that. He says, I don't want you working for the rest of this stuff. I don't, I don't, want, I don't want your life to be consumed by wondering if you're going to have clothes or food. or I don't want your life to be consumed by that. I want your life to be consumed by me. Anybody ever really, when, when, you, when, you were, when, when we serve God at the way we are, you're consumed by Him, aren't you? You're, you wake up in the morning and you think about Him. You go to bed at night and you're thinking about Him. You're, you're, you're looking to Him in every circumstance and you're excited. You stay stirred up when God's number one. When He's in your first place. Amen? When, when God was my first place, I wasn't seeking money to get out of my problem. I didn't even care about my problem anymore. I didn't even have a problem. Why? Because I was too busy serving God. Completely let it go. Why? Because when you begin to serve God, you don't you you quit worrying. And I, and I know that that sounds detrimental because you're supposed to worry if you got problems, right? <laughs> worry is another god. It will keep you distracted <laughs> from the answer. If He can get us worried, He'll keep us distracted from the true answer. God's our everything. He, 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 doesn't, he doesn't have a complex. He, he doesn't want to be. He knows you need Him to be and want Him to be your everything. We literally, you, you do not not want Him to be your everything. So that's, that's your double negative, triple negative, whatever you call it. But you don't want, not want Him to be the center, the right, left, top, and bottom of your life. Amen. Because when he is, he's no longer. If if he's not those things, he's no longer first place, and he cannot operate anywhere but first place. When you're not in the blessing, then he's no longer in first place. People say, "Why did he curse me?" He didn't. You put him in second place. He could do nothing for you. Right? And people say, "Well, he says he'll curse you." No, he says he'll bless you. And if you don't walk in the blessing, you're going to be in the curse. Right? You can blame him if you want. Because it is, it is up to him. He, he said, blessing, cursing, you choose. Now whose fault is it? Right? <laughs> Sounds like the chooser to me. The chooser. Glory to God. 
Verse 25, he says, Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life. And, and that word, take no thought. It, one, one translation is worry. Don't be anxious. But if the root of that word, I think it's M-E-R-I is the root of it. And it literally means to divide, to be divided. It literally means to, to separate, to part, disunite was one of the words that I really like. Disunite. When you take thought, you disunite. You, you put two, two, two schools of thought into place. God's now just a thought. And you got the, and you got another thought. So when we decide to take thought, then we put ourselves here in the middle of nowhere with zero answer. And, and what ends up happening most of the time is you take your thought. Anybody ever done really good worrying? Right? And at the end of it, you've got a plan. Right? And then when you do that plan, you're in worse trouble than you were in before you started worrying. Right? It gave you about a two-minute fix, right, to a lifelong problem. Or we could have stuck with God. Amen? And, you know, with, with God, when He's not first, you know, in my, in, in my world, it was just like Haggai. You know, I, I was working day and night. I mean, that's what you're supposed to do when things are going bad, isn't it? Work more. Work harder, work more. Be there. Anybody ever done that? Right? You, you need more money. You work more. That's what I was doing day and night. Saturdays, Sunday, Sundays, I didn't care. Why? Well, it says seek ye first kingdom of God. I feel like I'm supposed to be at work. I better go to work. And, and, I'm, and I'm picking up buckets with holes in them. Right? I'm going to get 50% and there's only 10%. Amen? Isn't that what Haggai said? Let's look at Haggai. Let's go there. How many is God your everything? Huh? We ought to be reminded because the verse wouldn't be in the Bible if you only needed it one time. Right? Guess what? This verse you need every day. We, we need to remind ourselves that we need to seek first the kingdom of God. In, ha- in Haggai, of course, in the first chapter, he, he goes to him and he says, he says, you guys say it's not time to build my house. It's not, it's not time. Why wasn't it time? Because they were working on their own. Right? I didn't have time to build God's kingdom. I was busy working on my own. Right? And once I could get mine built, then I'd have money and I could give to Him and I could do whatever. I just needed to get mine built first. See, see how the devil can immediately get you over to the wrong side? You're, you're no longer, I mean, this is a whole nation. They're not seeking God at all anymore. They're not seeking God at all anymore. And finally God says, hey, consider your ways. What's that mean? Same thing as, look, look how what you're doing is working. Right? That's what God said. He said, look, look and see if what you're doing is working. You're sowing a lot. You're reaping nothing. Very little. Right? Your life's in a shambles. It, it, you know, and you know, there's Christians today when things like that happen say, I'm in faith. If it's not getting better, quit being prideful. That's spiritual pride. If it's not getting better, you say, 
I'm in faith, I'm in faith, I'm in faith. You can say I'm in faith a billion times. Usually that's a good sign that you're not, first of all. It's a really good sign. Because if you're in faith, you would never have to say it. You wouldn't have to convince yourself or anyone else. Amen? And, and, and it's, it's gotten Christians in our circles in big trouble because they've, they've used it because they don't want people to think they couldn't get their faith out there. You know what? Did you, did you hear from God? Did you seek first the kingdom of God? Because he had an answer. Right? He had an answer. And people just say, well, it says if I have faith, I can have anything. You know what? If you had faith, you'd listen to God, and He'd tell you, and you could hear clearly what you're supposed to do. Amen? Sometimes you get an immediate fix. Other times He says, go over here and do this and, and work with them and do that over there. You know, this, even I was looking at Haggai today, and in Haggai, it started, this, this was a four month deal that they started in. It was like the first day of the sixth month it all started. So when he said, he said, consider your ways. So why are you doing it this way? And then he says, consider your ways. Go get some timber to build my house. Quit get, what, what he's saying? Seek first the kingdom of God. Put me first. God doesn't want to be first because he wants people to, he, he's not, He's not like humans. Humans want to be first so that they can tell you they're first. God wants to be first because He knows it's good for you. Amen? He knows it's the way you're going to get answers. We have to read the Bible through the eyes and the heart of God. Because if you do not, you'll get confused because you'll think like you. Well, God wants to be first. By golly, we better let Him be first. God wants you to make Him first because it's so good for you. Amen? He wants you to put Him first because that's the position that He can work every good thing out in your life. And this, and Haggai is a perfect example of that because He says, put me first. He says, go get timber for my house. And then as it goes on, He gets to a place and, and they start working on it. And He says, I'll be with you. He says, be strong because I'll be with you. What's he saying? You've now put me first. I can get back in position. Amen? He says, be strong. And he says, but, but, but look back at your ways. He says, he says, that look, he said, consider your ways back there and now, and then look forward. Cause then later on he says, in, in what was it, the 20 and fourth day of the ninth month. <laughs> Right? King James. Don't know what month that is? 24th day. Right? But he says, from the day you started the foundation. From the day you started... What was he saying? The, the, the temple wasn't built. It wasn't built yet. But he said, from the day you started the foundation, but from the day you put me first, I'm going to bless you. And he began to bless him right then. The, the temple wasn't done. His house wasn't built yet. But what? He had their heart. You know, too many people saying, well, I gotta get this done so God will bless me. No, you gotta, 
move your heart to Him. You gotta put, put Him in first place. And when you put Him in first place, you'll move your heart to Him. He can do anything there. Amen? When I backed off of all my problems and quit looking at it and tried to fix it myself and tried to go my own direction, when I quit doing that, then I, I literally forgot about those things. Why? Because I became consumed with the kingdom of God. And when I became consumed with the kingdom of God, God began to work in my added things. All those things will be added unto me. What was I doing? I was seeking what the Gentiles sought. And he said, you don't have to do that. And I'm not talking about not working. If you, don't, if you think I'm talking about not working, you're wrong. You need to work. You, need, you know what you need to do? Work like you're working for the Lord. Yeah. Every place we go, we're a witness. We, we are. He should be first at work. He should be first in church. He should be first at home. He's, he's not a... Amen? Yeah. Well, it's too easy for us to get distracted because, you know, we're, we're like... We had a dog... Right, and she we didn't walk her; she walked us. You know, it's like, and then she see a squirrel, and you'd be twisted. You'd be more twisted up in the leash. Why? Because she was distracted by everything else going on. That's how the devil wants Christians to be distracted by drama. Drama is the squirrel of Christians. It is, yeah. We're we're going we're going along saying, oh extra bill oh oh family problems oh we're we're going towards everything except God and we are we're just like the dog squirrel 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 right and and you you know you can train that dog and train that dog. But one day, we had a good dog that was trained like that. One day, she just couldn't take it anymore. It was one too many squirrels. One too many. And she ran off that way. Why? She's a dog. We gotta be smarter than the dog. We got, we gotta be, we, we gotta get our eyes fixed on Jesus and the distractions, the, the drama. Right? If you see somebody, that's consistently unhappy. God's not first in their life. Right, that's true. God's not first in their life. If they're consistently unhappy, God is not first in their life. Like if, or if they come to church, and one day they're happy because everything's going good, and then the next day they had a giant. And they, they immediately bunk with the ten. <sighs> I thought it was going good. Then this happened. I don't, I don't know what we're going to do. I don't, I have no idea. Be like Eeyore. They said it's a good day, but I don't believe them. (laughs) That person is not putting God first. They weren't putting God first when they were happy. They were putting whatever made them happy first. Amen? First place is first place. When, when, when Brother Moore talks about going to Matthew 6.33, he was preaching. He was living for God. Everybody, if, if you'd ask anybody, he said, he's, he's seeking the kingdom of God for sure. Obviously not. Do we want to check ourselves or do we just want to assume? Right? It'd be easy to say, oh yeah, I'm seeking him every day, every minute. Phew. 
You know when you do that? Squirrel, squirrel, squirrel. You're getting ready to be distracted. Why? Because the squirrel's coming. The drama of life is going to come and it's going to test you. Right? And the new rankings are going to come out. Right? Did the drama get number one or did God stay in place? Right? Because because I'll guarantee you. Y'all ever had a dog like that? You had to keep him on a leash. Because it didn't matter what crossed the road. They see a, a poisonous snake. They're fighting with it in the yard. You're like, what are you thinking? That's what we're like when, when, we let the, when we let the devil distract us with the drama of life. And, and, but when we consistently are happy is when we're consistently seeking God. When you're consistently seeking God and following His ways, doing the things, putting Him first, making Him your everything. You know, we sing those songs about He's our everything. He's not just your provider. He's providing you with answers. He's providing you with wisdom. He's not, he's not just going to get you close. He's going to get you close and take you over here to do something for Him. Amen? And when when he does, you're going to be ready because your focus is on him. He's first place. And you're not going to look at it and say, I don't want to do that. When you, the minute you say, I don't want to do that, you're letting another opinion in. Right? And you're not always going to want to go God's way. He walks through the fire. Right? He'll go right through the middle of the flood. Right? He don't care. That's where the hurting people are. They're in the fire. They're in the flood. He, it's not going to bother him one bit. And you've got, you got to follow him. you got to follow his way. you got to do it the way he says do it. Amen? Glory to God. In, in, you know, in Haggai, finally, he said, you know, you, your buckets have been empty. Your trees haven't. They, they haven't even um, gotten ripe fruit on them yet. But from this day, I'm going to bless you. What's he saying? From the day that you set your heart... On me. And, and that's what God would say. Make sure your heart's set on Him. Not on what He can do. On Him. Everybody's looking for what He can do. He can do anything. But that's not what we're setting our heart on. We're setting our heart on Him. I'm not looking for His hand. I'm looking for His face. Amen? I'm, I'm not looking for what I can get from Him anymore. I'm looking for what I can do for Him. Amen? And what He'll allow me to do. Right? It's not works. It's we get to do it. You know, me and Kim, we always, when we gotta go, when we gotta go to bed, like on Sunday night, we go, gotta make the, gotta, you know, the little commercial, gotta make the donuts. We're trying to change it. Every now and then we forget, but we get to make the donuts. We get to make the donuts. Amen? You guys don't remember that commercial? Wasn't it a Duncan commercial? Yeah, I got to make the donuts. It was really early in the morning too. I could, I feel, I felt him. Man, it's dark outside and he's getting out of bed. That's that's just wrong. I think it ought to be a rule. If the sun ain't out, you don't have to get up. <laughs> yeah, some people like it. Some people, some people like it the other way. That's opinion. Shut up, Dave. <laughs> 
Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Glory to God. And then he says, are you not, I remember Brother Moore talked about it, we're better than birds. We're better than birds. All right. For all the animal people, we're better than birds. I didn't say it. God did. His word trumps everybody's. Amen? But, but you know, then he says, which of you by taking thought? In other words, which of you by dividing can add one cubit to your stature? By, by being divided, you can never go anywhere. You'll never gain anything. You'll not have any increase in your life. You will go backwards, in fact. Amen? And, and, and you know, of course, you guys all know this. But he says, why take you thought? Why take you thought? Why, why divide? Why dispute? Why, why think? Why take on a different thought than what you know is true? Because all you have to do is ask God. And, and again, it's our choice. It's our choice. And, he, and he, later in verse 30 he says, Wherefore, if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is here today, gone tomorrow, shall he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? What's he saying? He's saying, if you, can't, if you can't even follow me and not have to trust me for clothes, right? You, you need to get a hold of faith. <laughs> Amen? People say, oh, I'm in faith. I'm in faith. Got clothes? I'm in faith. Got food? I'm in faith. Are you? Did you ask God what to do? Did you ask God where to go? Did you ask God what to be? What to, what, did, did you start following God? Then you don't have to think about your food. If you're sitting around thinking about all the problems, you're not looking to God. I know because I did it. So you can't fool me. I was thinking about me, and I thought if I thought about me long enough, God would help me. Right? At some point, he'd feel sorry for me. Poor Dave. You know, he's trying to serve me. Guess what? I wasn't where the blessing was and wasn't even looking where the blessing was. I was looking at every other part of the Bible except where the blessing was. Quoting my scriptures every day. The thing I did right is I never quit. Never quit. It's when we quit that we've taken the other option. And now... We can't be fixed, right? There's no foundation to work off of. There's no blessing to be there. When you quit, when you go a different direction, you're no longer seeking God first. You're seeking the wrong things. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. I had some... Well, there they are. I thought I had notes. When we trust Him... We put him first place in our life. We don't look at what's going on. We don't we don't get moved by experience. We don't we don't get thrown off guard by the squirrel of life. Right? How many know there's gonna be squirrels? Right? You gotta be prepared before you go out that there's gonna be squirrels. The drama squirrels are coming. And when the drama squirrels come, you gotta be prepared not to chase them, not to follow them, not to go their direction. Now, you can tell your dog that all day long. Before you take her for a walk, you say, there's going to be squirrels now. Don't chase them. And you know what your dog's going to do? She's going to lick you in the face. She's going to pull you for your walk. She's going to turn around and chase the squirrel. We don't have to be like that. 
if we put, if we set our faith, if we set our trust in God, that this is our answer. There is no other answer. There is no other direction to go. I'm not looking for something else. Amen? Amen. I'm not saying you're not looking for an answer. You're not looking to someone else for that answer. Just because you think you have an answer, make sure from God it's His answer. Too many people say, I'm healed. They walk away. Two months later, you better? I'm healed. What are they saying? No. That's, that, that's code talk in Christian or religious ease that I'm not. I would say Christian ease, but it's not Christian ease. It's religious ease. Because if you're really healed, if you really weren't hurting anymore, you'd just turn around and say, doggone right, I'm healed. I'm so healed. The healed people call me healed. I feel good. And you wouldn't be telling your good confession. You would be testifying to the goodness of God. Amen? I'm not saying you shouldn't stand. If God tells you to stand, stand. But if He tells you to stand, you're getting better. Yes. Things are going better, right? Because yeah. when, when I was in the business... It was not getting better. It was going downhill fast on a big freight train and with no brakes and no way to stop it. The only way to stop it was look away. <laughs> look away. Look to the light. You too many people looking away from the light. They're shutting their eyes. I mean, that's how, that's how you, you know, you, when you tell somebody something from God, or they hear from God and they don't want to hear it, what they do is they go, it's easy not to see. I don't see any light right now. I can live in darkness and everything's good. When you're a little kid, you ever put the covers over your head when you're scared? Okay, I did, tough people. (laughs) Y'all are a lot tougher than me, obviously. Right? I got all the way under the covers and tucked my head in there as far as I could. What will that fix? <laughs> and that's what Christians are like when they don't just seek God. They're, they're, they're afraid, and instead of seeking God, they tuck their head under and try to make it go away. It's not going to go away. It won't go away that way. He's got to be our everything. When we seek first the kingdom of God, isn't that song, Brother Copeland's song? He is my everything. He is my all. You guys know it? He is my everything, both great and small. Nobody knows that song. How is it you guys don't know that song? Uh, That's it. They read their head under the covers. (laughs) He gave His life for me. He made everything new. He is my everything. Now, how about you? Sorry, Brother Copeland, if you hear that. Obviously, he's a much better singer than I. But that's what he is. And that's what he has to be. And it's not because he needs to be. You want him to be your everything. You want him to be what you follow. You want him to be who you follow, where you go every day. When you want to look to him for the right answer, not an answer, the right answer. Amen? He'll take us to places where we won't get away from those things. 
Amen? Did you learn that song yet? You got it? Let's do it. Stand up. It's a good song and it's a good confession. He's our everything. He's our everything. Brother Copeland sang it years and years ago because I know I listened to it in my mom and dad's car driving down the road. We used to listen to tapes and sing. We'd sing as loud as we could in the car. It wasn't always good, but it was fun. Glory to God. He is my everything. He is my all. He is my everything, both great and small. He gave His life for me. He made everything new. He is my everything. Now how about you? Good song, huh? Look those words up. Is that line right? He made my life complete. Nobody can answer me, can they? I think it's He gave His life for me. He made everything new. I think it's He gave His life for me. I haven't sing it in a while, so I don't know. I think we should sing it that way. Everybody close your eyes. Let's sing this together. Sing it to Him. Thank you, Lord. He is my everything. He is my all. He is my everything, both great and small. He gave His life for me. He made everything new. He is my people are going to check your heart. Make sure that you're not busy building your own house. Right? We don't, want to be a, we don't want to be busy building our own house. We want to be busy doing the work of the kingdom. Looking towards the things of Him. Seeking Him first. And keeping Him in first place. All we have to remember is He cannot operate from any other position in your life. He cannot. That, that's the place He has to operate from. He, he operates from first place. Why? Because He's the head. There's no other. He's the Master. He, he is your Master. And if you stay with your Master and don't chase the squirrels, right? You'll get where you're going and you'll get there safe because the squirrels run you across the road in front of the cars. Amen? He's a good God. He's he's just trying to get us to the right places where the blessing is. 
where He can bless us. And, and all He needs is that heart. Once that heart is there, He'll start the blessing right there. The foundation's done. That's all I need. You're blessed. Amen? Because He knows what you're going to do with it after that. You're, you're back. You're, you're, in the, you're in the kingdom, seeking the kingdom, doing the kingdom, being the child of God that He made you to be. Amen? Because He's our everything. Glory to God. Thank you. Sing it again. good God, isn't He? He helped us tonight. He's helping us. All the time, He's helping us. He's helping us in the churches. He's helping us online. He's got good things for us. He wouldn't put this out because this message was the one He gave me at 5 o'clock. 4 o'clock. Had a whole nother one. Whole nother one. I want to go His way. I want to seek you first, the kingdom of God. I want to do it His way. I don't want to do it my way. I want to seek Him. You guys got a song you know? Let's sing a song we know. Clap our hands. We can do this. Let's do it, alright? Come down. 